Welcome to the Fishing for Thoughts podcast episode six. 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 Wow. <laughs> That's where we're That's at. That's a month now. and a half. Uh, I'm Shandon Theodore. Britton Brentaway. And today we are joined by Mama Teddy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Mama Teddy is my mom and she knows a lot about me. So, this could go very good or very bad. Um, oh, I'm thinking it's going to go great just because. <laughs> I like watching you get roasted. She don't know jack shit about me, so we're good. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so so we start off every week by talking about music. So what kind of music you listen to? Are you listening to lately? Um, I just have a mix of country and it's just random. Usually some songs that Shan sends me. But it's just a random mix of stuff. Any any like specific artists you've been listening to a lot lately? Morgan Wallen. Yeah, the new album came out. Yeah. So Morgan Wallen. I like Morgan Wallen. What about you, Britt? Any new music? Um, so there was one song that's new that I really, really liked. Uh, it was called All Caps by uh, Weathers. It's a really good song. I had never heard it before. But then the other one that's kind of been my anthem is Till You Camp by Cody Johnson. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic song. That is a good song. That's a really good one. Like, and I've, I don't know, I've listened to it. I, like, I've heard he puts on a heck of a show, too. Really? Yeah, in concert. Yeah, they just yeah. announced that they're going to be in Cheyenne, Wyoming during Cheyenne Frontier Days. So I'm just saying, if you want to go, we should make a trip. He's going to be at Country Fan Fest in Tooele. We could see yeah. him twice. So that'd be cool. Um, I've been, obviously, Morgan Wallen's new album. Um, also, I found a song called Fed Up by 92 Legend and Big Cuzza. It's pretty good. It's, it's I've like, never heard those artists. Neither have I. Okay. It, But it's like, it's talking about a girl who's like finally fed up in a really shitty relationship. And she's like, I'm done. What genre is it? It's rap. rap. I'll, I'll play oh. you, I'll play you a quick clip of it. Um, it... Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I can it's, get into that. I like it. It's the slower rap. It's got the slow beat. I don't know. I, I understand the words. Yeah, it's not no Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm just saying, I've heard Mama Teddy rapping Eminem, so <laughs> that is true. Mama grew up in the hood. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Hey, so uh, I'm thirsty here, so go ahead, Shannon. Whoa, take it whoa. away. We'll get the, the Arnold Palmers. Please sponsor us. I'm broke and have an addiction to fuel. I can't get my fingers under it. Oh. <laughs> that was a janky That was one. a weird one. <laughs> we, we vibe with it. Mama Teddy doesn't drink Arnold Palmer's, but she's got a... I don't know how to pronounce that. Bye? 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 Antioxidant drink. So... I don't know what antioxidant is. I don't is. know, but it's, it's not awesome, actually. But we're no. going to drink it anyway. Bye will still take a sponsorship. <laughs> we will totally pretend to love it. I will love anything you guys want me to do for money. Just I'll kidding. do anything you true. want me to do for money, and that is true. Okay, you ever seen the shirts that say like I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks? No. 
How? No, I have how, not. But how, I have seen a hat what, that what? said, "I'm not gay, but my asshole is." Yeah, that was some. <laughs> what, what, what's the farthest you'd go for twenty bucks, though? For twenty? Yeah. Because, like, obviously, I've jumped in the freezing cold pool for free, so I feel like I'd probably get into some idiotic stuff for twenty bucks. I think it's different when you're. Like my age compared to what I would have done at your age, because you like I'm not desperate less? for money now. Yeah, so I would have done a lot more when I was younger, probably. I feel like I do stupid stuff without money. So <laughs> yeah, for you little, out with me. for very little money, you'll do stupid stuff. Like, yeah, you won't like pay you, money to do stupid stuff. <laughs> you were willing to stay in 40 degree water for five bucks for a minute. No way. Wait a second. For five bucks. He when didn't, he didn't make it. Though. I didn't make it. <laughs> he didn't make it. Yeah. I don't even think he made it ten seconds. I jumped in and went, nope, and got right back out. <laughs> but he was willing to do it for five bucks. I would have gone way Oh, higher. I wouldn't have done that. No, not for five bucks. I think the most I would do for 20 bucks is kiss somebody that I really didn't want to. Other than that, nope. I drop kick a midget. Homie, you try to drop kick me, and I'm basically a midget. I'm I just do saying, that, I do like, it for twenty bucks. <laughs> I don't know why it came to my head, but I don't like, initially know. I was just like, "Yeah, I'd do that." I'd drop I don't kick know, someone. but I, I would pay to do midget bowling. I mean, we've talked about that before. I think that would be great. Did you know they had midget wrestling in Cedar a couple weeks ago? No. Yeah, they had like a professional midget wrestling thing come up. Hmm. I think that would have been really fun to watch. Why didn't we go? Because someone we knew was there that we didn't want to run into. Fair enough. So, that's why. But, so, the reason, main reason, we have Mama Teddy on here is because we are getting some dating advice. Because <laughs> Mama Teddy wants grandkids. <laughs> cool. But Britain needs a wife. So, Britain, do you have any questions for her before we get into some stuff about dating and Whatnot. I've got so many questions, <laughs> but I've got to keep it appropriate here because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're also Shandon's mother and why I'm in your house, like, yeah. I don't want to die. <laughs> but uh, Don't worry, she's only very accurate with her shotgun. <laughs> okay, all right, and I've also seen her pistol, like, so. Yeah. Not as um, good with that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all it takes is one lucky shot. But, uh, no, one question I do have. What is the greatest pickup line for us to use? Because I, I've got nothing. Prior prior to this one, was that a thing when you were dating? Pickup lines? Like, was that, like, a thing? Because, like, nowadays, if you don't have a solid pickup line, you're, you're toast. I, I think it's always been a thing, and they're always super cheesy. So I don't know if pickup lines are, like... The best way um and they're always just random so my boss actually sent me a screenshot of an instagram that somebody had sent her a text and it said this is the cheesiest pickup line ever um but don't use it guys because it's it's not i mean it's it's like it's bad let me find it real quick so my whole on a scale from one to america how free you are tonight ain't the no not the best so this one is is your name google because you're exactly what i've been searching for i've like, heard that one so cheesy I've i like that, that one. one a lot so a no-go i mean just don't get your hopes too high because 
I think oh, most girls me. would be like, what? Mom and Teddy, my hopes are so <laughs> low. Like, if I can get a response, even from a bot, I am, like, on the top of a mountain, okay? So I have no hopes. Don't worry. Yeah, I... <laughs> so what What would be, in, in response to Britain's question, a good pickup line? I mean... Or is there an alternate route to go? Yeah, I, th- I think... Like going, I'm very much a like get to the point type person. I'm not like a pickup line or get around, beat around the bush. So I think like go direct, just like, Hey, I think you're cute. Can we talk or, you know, get to know you or something. I don't, I wouldn't do a pickup line. I think, and in fact, my, so I've been married before and my ex-husband came up to me and was just the most arrogant jerk I'd ever met. And I literally was like, no, I don't know who you are. Like, get out of my face. And so that just didn't work for me. And I don't know if it would for if most he girls. he's an arrogant asshole. Okay. Why did you marry him? Okay, here's the thing. So you guys can tell me. Uh-huh. When you are younger or whatever, everybody has their list of what they want in their significant other, right? Yeah. yeah. So tell me what your guys' would be. Hey, I thought we were asking the question. This is going to answer his. All right, all right. <laughs> you so, go first. So obviously, you know, I, I I think a big thing for me is I want someone who's going to be a good mom because I want I really want kids. Um, someone caring. Obviously, someone who's like more physically active just because I'm always out doing stuff and I'd like someone who would be able to go out and do stuff. Um, other than that, like, I don't... I'm not a huge, like, possessions guy. I don't need, like, really nice stuff. I don't need, like, money's not the most important thing in the world to me. I'd like to be financially stable, but, like, I never want to live in a mansion. We're a lot alike in that sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like your house is the, the biggest house I'd ever want to live in. I don't want to live in something huge. But, like, not motivated by money. Yeah. Okay. For me, only one thing that's an extreme must for me, everything else is kind of, uh, we can work it out, but an extreme must for me is you've got to be able to communicate and be willing to compromise like, and so, so that we can do that together because if you don't, you're looking at failed relationships and I don't right. care if we're talking about marriage, dating, friendships communication is key communication and compromise is key so yeah i agree so i'll just tell you as a teenage girl and a lot of girls that were my friends it was like tall dark and handsome that's what you wanted and my first husband was tall dark and handsome not gonna lie but everything else was crap and what you're what you're telling me is i'm completely screwed here no no i am short (laughs) White no. and ugly. Because, I mean. <laughs> honestly, after and then there was lots of red flags. I probably should have, but everybody yeah, was like, married, don't do all it. All my problems were going to be solved. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, wow. But, <laughs> wow. You better not take that too far. We're, we're oh going to get canceled here. <laughs> but you honestly, you like, what when you're actually in that relationship... Like, looks don't matter that much. Um, and beauty fades. Like, True. It does. And True. so, 
I think there has to be some level of phys- physical attraction. Yeah. But like but, now. But like more emotional just because that yeah. does fade so much. Yeah. And so not that I, so not that I don't think dad's handsome because I do. But that was not the main thing I was looking for when I got remarried. And I actually asked dad what um, he looked for in a girl when he was younger because I wanted to see like as his a teenager. Oh, I'm yeah, I know about this. And he said it was all looks and fun times. So I think as teenagers, that's a lot of kids. Like you just want you want to hook up with a hot chick or like the tall, dark and handsome or whatever. But Harry Underwood. Yeah, like yeah. But I don't think long term that's you can't that can't be it because obviously that didn't work for me. Yeah. And so now my whole list, and especially as I've gotten older, my list has changed. So I think that you have to know what you want and then not sacrifice those things and not get hung up as much on looks because, yeah, there has to be something you're attracted to, but it's not all about looks because beauty fades. People get old. Okay, so let me ask you this. There's a lot of people that have the coolest personalities in the world. Mm-hmm. And if you take out looks, I'm like, I could totally marry that girl. But the looks are so bad that I'm like, how do I get around that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got to be attracted to them, right. but everything else is 100%. But I think the longer you're with somebody, like I, okay, I tease Nick all the time. That right. that he's shallow Hal. I don't know if you do you know what the movie Shallow Hal is? I've never seen it. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So I'm old. That's I'm why. old, but I'm not so that old. Shallow Hal is this guy that I can't remember if he had a brain injury or something, so he saw everything differently. So this girl he was going on a date with, to him, she looked like a supermodel. But she was in reality like this really big, overweight girl. I did like, see that. Yeah, movie. see, okay. okay. So I always tease Nick, you're like you're shallow Hal, because he says things I'm like, I don't that's not me. I don't see that. But I think as you go on, like you learn to love, not necessarily based on looks, because that's not what is important. Because I know it seems like it, but it's not what's most important. Well, I know the more, like studies have proven, the more you're around people, the more attractive you yep. find them. Yep. Cause... Okay, so then what are your feelings on online dating? Um, I, I know people have been successful doing it. I just am like, be very cautious because there's so much catfishing and things like that. And people uh-huh. saying they are who they aren't. Um, also somebody that I know, I'm not going to say who, but they've been online dating this girl for over a year, never met in person. And I'm like, why? Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I'm like, are they married or like, why haven't you met? Cause there's been a couple attempts to meet up. But then something, yeah, so I'm like, something's not right there. So I think, I, I think, I don't know, you tell me if I'm wrong, Shan, but I feel like I have a pretty good intuition about people. I don't want to agree (laughs) to fuel your, your ego's not that big, but yes, you're, you have, you've been right about everyone I've ever brought home. And, and the... In the short time that I've known you guys, you and I have pretty much been on the same page, and she's 100% right. Yeah. I'm just saying. (laughs) And she would agree with me on basically everyone 
that I say no on whenever you're swiping on Tinder. I'm just saying. Yeah. I just think you have to trust your gut if you're going to be online dating. And if something doesn't feel right, then just be done. Like, Because I think sometimes it's hard depending on where you live and... Like, the demographics and things it may be harder to meet people. And so, I mean, I know just from listening to the podcast, y'all think it's really hard here to date. So sometimes that's what you have to do is go outside, but just, I'm like, I think, be super cautious. I think the hard part for us is a lot of the social stuff around here is at the college. And neither of us are going to school. So right. I feel like that's kind of the hard part because a majority of the younger people are college students so they're always at the college events or they they have parties but you only hear about it at school or whatever and, so and those aren't like, open to the outsiders or is it not, just college kids not yeah. really a lot no, of and then, and then when they college. are in public it's at the bar and it's like yeah that's not yeah. really where i want to meet no. my yeah. future wife no right I mean, <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I don't know so not opposed to it but just be cautious okay cautious yeah well, the reason I was getting to that is because you were talking about, like, people being shallow. You know, I mean, think about that. Take Tinder. I don't know. Have you ever messed around with Tinder? No. <laughs> so basically, all it is, is it shows you pictures of, you know, whoever you're into, if you're into guys, if you're into girls. It shows you pictures of girls, tells you their age, where they're located, and you swipe left for no Right for yes. So and it's solely based on looks. Well, yes. There's like a quick bio. You can write you stuff. You can write stuff. But, but no it's one like, writes. Like majority of people are, are like, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. That's all they write. Or they're like, I'm just here for looking for friends with a boat. And, and then like, you get okay. the super religious ones that are like, Jesus and God are my everything. And if you can't be a part of that, then you're okay. out. And it's like. Wait, biggest biggest red flag though is one one their bio says dog mom looking for a dad. Yeah, <laughs> like, like no. Is it swipe right or left? Swipe no. left. Swipe, swipe left. left. Yep. Swipe, swipe left. left. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a homie who used to say that. One we we've hung out a few times. He lives uh, up north, and I'd be like, oh, she's cute, and he'd look and he'd like find something he doesn't like, and he'd go, nah, swipe left. <laughs> say that and do it, and I was like, oh, that's funny. Are they all like that, or is it just mainly Tinder? Mm. Um, Pretty much all of them. A few of them have, like, little prompts that you can answer questions and stuff, but nothing, it's, 99% of it is looks. Like, it doesn't give you, because even you can answer it prompted, you have time to think about it and whatnot. Yeah. So you can make it funny or make you, make yourself sound more interesting. Be somebody that you're not, really. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's not the best avenue. So. Obviously. Other than that, like, I don't. I'm too shy to go up to someone and just ask them out. I am the most... We're going to work on that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> well, about But see, that. like, we made a deal to where anything we say to each other to do in public, uh, like, if I tell Shandon, hey, go ask that girl out, he has to do it. I haven't done that yet, and that's because he can do the same thing to me. Yeah. And I don't want karma. <laughs> but... How are you going to know if you don't ask? This is the thing. So I'll tell you some advice. Um, My home ec teacher in high school gave me. She was like, try 31 flavors before you get married. And I was like, at the time I was like, really? That's kind of dumb. That sounds a little dirty too. I know. Not going to (laughs) lie. But 
If you don't date lots of people, even if it's only one date, how are you going to know? Like you have to take that step, that leap of just to, you know, because how are you going to know? Well, and also like on the previous episode that we did with Full Tilt, um, we were talking about uh, T and when he when he got married, uh, I don't know, something happened years before where they kind of separated and were yeah. dating other people. He said she was stinky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, but to add to your point, you know, because he went out and dated a bunch of other people, he knew for a fact, okay, she's the one that I want to be with. Like, yeah. So, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, yeah, I just think you have to put your, and like, don't like put all your emotion into it, like going into it, putting your whole heart when you're just going on a date and just ask lots of people. I feel like it, okay, so say you are asking someone out, what's a good first date? Because I feel like if you're going on lots of dates, I am broker than a joke. That's so like, true. What's a good date that's not super expensive? So we live in a place where you can do things outdoors most of the year. So I think like a hike is always a good thing. Some, whatever it is, it's got to be somewhere that you can have a conversation. Because if you're not having a conversation, you can't get to know that person. So you're not going to know. So like, don't go to a movie. That's not going to, because you're not going to get to know them if you go to a movie. Um, You can even pick up like, I don't know, Chick-fil-A, go to the park, have a little picnic or whatever, or even take a picnic. And that's pretty cheap. And then you're there. You have to talk. Random thought. So where you took me last night, yeah, we went on a we went on a little <laughs> date last <laughs> night. We went on we a hike last night. Overlooking the city. It was just so beautiful and romantic. Anyways, but Chick-fil-A on top of that rock. Do you think somewhere super populated to do that would be good or bad? I think if you're worried about it going south, like okay, Shan, I love you. But any of the girls that you've dated, definitely public place. But if they don't seem sketch, then maybe not. But my, my type is sketch. I know um, you got to work on that. So, so the place he's talking about is we went up to Dixie Rock last night. We hiked, okay. we hiked the crack and then went up to, on top of Dixie Rock because he'd never done it. Yeah. So like Chick Fil A and up at Dixie Rock. Yeah, or even um, so up in that same area that the water tower. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Down the just down the road. Yeah, watch the sunset up there, or you know something like that that you're forced to have a conversation. So you have to get to know them, and you're gonna know. And like, even if you say it's only gonna be an hour or whatever, you're gonna know in that first hour whether it's somebody you're gonna wanna maybe pursue farther or one date was good. That's fair. Yeah, I feel like you learn pretty quick. You do, um, and that's why I'm saying don't go into it with your like whole heart and don't like spill your guts because. That's when you get hurt. Like well, when it see, starts... and I think that that's a lot of the problem with online dating is, you know, even if you're messaging for a while, you still don't know what their personality is. Because no. those are all just words that are written Well, out. and you can't convey emotion in text. You can't, yeah, like, well, there's just so much that can get misconstrued in text, well, I think. And you guys both know this. I am a terrible texture. I am so dry and short, but I hate texting. Yeah, I if, hate it. I know because if you can get away with it, I get a letter, 
yeah, a letter or a word is like my yeah. preferred. So yeah. like when I'm texting people, like I I've been I you know in the past I've talked to a few girls and they're like you're so dry over text you're you're boring and I'm like yeah I hate texting like I'd rather a phone call or FaceTime or in person like I. And I imagine that's I probably know. pretty tricky for like you guys dating because when we were mm-hmm. younger we didn't have cell phones like. I don't think I got a cell phone until I was like 26. And so you had to talk to somebody. And that makes it harder for you guys because some people, in fact, so in my the business I work in, I communicate with people daily. And I actually have them fill out a form and ask how they prefer to be communicated with, like phone, email, or text. And probably 90% are text. Yeah. Which, it, that's hard because you can't convey emotion or like things can get misconstrued it might come off shore or whatever when you don't really mean it that way so yeah i mean i but i think well, that's and let's be honest like if you show up and a girl's there and she's like high on crack you know that she's high on crack in person Unless yeah. she screws up in the tech, you're never going to know that. Right. <laughs> like, so that's when you like, here's your Chick-fil-A, see you later. Yeah. Like, exactly. we don't, we don't right. stay for that date. Here's your chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> you keeping the sauce. Yep. Stay We're away going. from see the edge. See you later. Yeah, yeah. Stay yeah. away from the edge. <laughs> okay, so, so say it's someone you know, you've hung out with them in like a mutual setting, you take them on a date. So I'm going to ask you this just because there's some behind this. What about our flowers? You think too much on a first date or a good idea? Or is that too old school? No, because I think girls want that kind of... Okay, look at Ellie and her boyfriend. Every stinking time he sees her, he brings her flowers. doesn't matter if we're up there or he's down here, which I think is so sweet. And I think she thinks it's sweet. And so I think girls love that. Um, So I don't think you can go wrong doing that. But... You think it's more like later on? Probably, because if it's just a first date, I mean, that can get pricey. You're buying flowers every time you go on a date, and it never goes past date one. I've never bought flowers on a first date. Yeah. I think... I know people that do. Yeah. Well, I just think it's a nice gesture, but if you're looking to be, like, affordable and just get to know if this is even going to be a next date, then I don't think it's necessary at all. So. Interesting. What are your feelings on, like, if you go out to dinner, on who pays? So I definitely think that's something you ask up front, because I feel like now, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of girls are very much, like, girl power, whatever, female, Uh and they want to pay for themselves. And it's like, okay, I guess if you want to do that, but I would, you know, just up front establish that, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to buy you dinner or instead of, instead of just going just say, yeah, I'm going to buy you dinner. I a hundred percent think whoever asked to go on the date should pay. That's fair. Whether it's the guy or the girl, whoever asked should pay for the first date. Yeah. And then after that, you know, whatever. But then again, one person or whatever. I'll be honest with you. I've never been out on a date. Like, it's always been me asking other people. Have you? Been asked on a date? Yeah. Uh, yes, but none of them have ever happened. Okay. Okay, fair. So, like, ask me on a date and then we just never talk again. Or, like, get ghosted, you know? 
Yeah, because like thing. when I was younger and dated, that wasn't a thing. Like the guy always asked the girl. And I think that, that is so. Oh, it, it frustrates the heck out of me <laughs> because I'm gonna be honest. Girls are just complicated as all hell. <laughs> you never know what they're thinking, and even whenever they're trying to tell you what they're thinking, all of a sudden they're talking about their mother-in-law in France, and I don't even know where the hell we were. And so it's like, why can't you just ask me out if you like me? Don't. Yeah. So so one thing for me is when when I'm on a date, and I don't I don't know if you're the same way, Brett, but I'm stupid shy, and I don't I don't know what to talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't like to talk a lot. Like if I could sit and just listen, I would, because I. No one has the same hobbies as me. Like, I climb rocks and run fishing for thoughts. Right. <laughs> but when on your list of wants, is that something that's super important that they like every... Because you're... It's going to be hard to find somebody that likes everything you like. Yeah. Because, I mean, me and dad have been married 20 years now. And we still have our own things. But we have the things we like together. But... I think in any relationship, you also need to have your alone time. Yeah. Because. You've also like grown yeah. to like things together. Yeah. Like you like baseball now. Well, I play, I played baseball when so I was you, younger. Yeah. yeah. You but I didn't watch it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You yeah. watch it now and you've, you get, you were pissed this off season. I'm just not sure I'm a Red Sox fan still. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a dish on me. But you're I'm not, a a, but fan. I'm not a Yankee fan. Never. That's a bad word, ever, but ever. We'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just might be a Padres fan. No, <laughs> he looks terrible in brown. I know. Yes. I'm going to get over it before the season starts. You better. I'm going to. But yes. I might watch Red Sox you and do realize Padres. This spring training starts yeah. this month. They already started playing. Oh, did they already yeah. start? Mm-hmm. I'd say I've seen training, like, yeah. like practices and stuff. Dad was checking scores at church today. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they've started. So, so one thing I think is because I've dated a few of the past girls I've dated, I really want kids. And they're like, yeah, I want to be kids too. And like we talk about parenting and it's like pretty similar. And then you get them around kids and terrible. So like I feel like that's a rough one to get around. Well, and that's one thing that if you've – if that is a pattern, then that's when you like do take them around kids to see what it's like because if that's not – if that's a deal breaker from you, then obviously. I don't have little kids to take them around here, though. We got little people in our lives. Do I could pretend you got, to be all. You I got all, I got, ca- I you got got all, all the, kinds of homies in the neighborhood. Homies in the neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. That's we, true. we could get the girls and <laughs> over here. I mean, like we could get some kids. Yeah. Like, but if that's truly like something you're concerned about, then absolutely you need to. Yeah. Because that, that's, like, one of the big things for me. Yeah. So. And I think it's getting, I don't know, more, I hear more and more younger people not wanting kids, which is, I don't know, I can't imagine not, I think but. It, I think it's the whole price factor of it. Well, that plus the fact that the for bird. people like me, I grew up in a huge family. So I've got, like, what do I have, 13, 14 siblings? <laughs> And I'm not exaggerating. I I don't. At this point, I'm just like, uh, they just keep popping them out. I'm just going to go do my thing over here. But 
as somebody who grew up in that, I love all of my siblings. I'm not saying anything against them, nothing against my parents. But dude, you start to feel left out. You start to feel like because you are not center of attention, which it's okay, but I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying where you're just not, you don't feel as yeah. included? Yeah. Well, and that's why I think, because I was never, I love kids. I do. Yeah. But like I knew my limits. And I didn't want to have to miss things because I had more kids than I could handle. Like, when they start outnumbering you, how are you going to ever, like, be able to focus? Like, and even when these guys were growing up, there was a lot of divide and conquer. So one of us would go to one thing for Ellie and one would go for Shandon. And that makes and then, sense. But there's only two of you. So if you have more kids, what happens when they're all, like, somebody's getting left out? Yeah. So if that's something that's important to you then yeah, you're like, hey, this is how many kids I want. Because Shannon dated somebody that wanted like... Six minimum. Half a dozen, Six man. Six minimum. And that's yeah, just... Yeah, I heard about that. Like, that that's, was... No yeah. way, dude. I want two. I can't, I can't do the chaos. That's way too much chaos. Well, and I just think that to be able to be the kind of parent that I wanted to be, two was it. Yeah. So... Well, and you got two really good kids. Like, yeah, I did. I did get two good kids. I got lucky. Aw, yeah. I feel special. <laughs> well, that was mainly about Ellie, but you know. Oh, oh, you're in there, too. Yeah, no, I I'm guess, kidding. I, I love guess. you. <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, obviously, I have a type. And my type is... Yeah, if you all could see the look on her <laughs> face right there. My type's... Um, let's just say not wife material. I, uh... So why do you think you pick those girls? I don't know. Do you want me to tell you my thoughts? No, but yes. <laughs> I can give you my thoughts on it. Okay, okay. Well, I'll do. I'll tell them and then Brett Brett can. Uh-huh. So I think that you're dating girls because I think you got pretty hurt in a relationship. So I think you're dating girls you know are not going to go anywhere, and you're not picking the girls because you feel like you're not worthy of the ones that you want to marry. What's your take? Well, you just stole it from see, me. That's not see, we're fair. On, we're on the same page. Here. No, I I really do. I think that it has a lot to do with your previous relationships. I've and I'm right there with you, where it's like you know it's not going to work out, so you feel safe, and they're giving you attention. You do feel the need. I mean, we're human beings. We're we all crave attention, companionship. And so you've got somebody giving you attention, but you feel safe because you know it. you're not going to open it's yourself up anywhere. enough to be hurt. That makes sense. So you have to get past that. Cause, get past the fear. Because of... the, the type you're dating, I mean, like if you're just wanting to date random people, yeah, keep doing that. But if you're like eventually want a wife, you've got to ask the type of girls you want to marry. And just know that it may not work out, but you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. And there might be girls that say no, but you still have to put yourself out there. That hurts when a girl says no to go on It really does. And it really hurts whenever you find one that's like super awesome. You work up the courage. You ask them out and they tell you, oh, sorry, I have a boyfriend. That happens. That happened to me, what, like two weeks ago? I think it's been a little longer than that. Yeah. Because that was episode two. 
So Ooh. about three weeks Ooh. ago. Yeah. Wild. It's been a minute. So yeah. how do you guys like handle that? Like You don't ask someone on a date for six months. Okay. <laughs> That's shitless. pretty much like I struggle with my own self esteem enough and so when I get shot down, not intentionally I but I take it hard. Even if in the moment I'm like, ah, I'll just shrug it off. It's fine, you know, like but then later I'll be at home, like, yeah, it's never gonna happen, never gonna find anybody. Mm-hmm. I may as well just give up. Yeah, I think rejection's hard. (laughs) Rejection's hard for anybody. But I think when you're just starting dating and you're just starting to ask people or not just starting dating or whatever, because you guys are probably been dating for a hot minute, but you just have to... Some of us longer than others. (laughs) You just, you have to go into it. Like, if they say no, then it wasn't meant to be. It just, it wasn't meant to be and they, you know, you didn't waste your time. So, That's fair. So say we do find the person. They're the one. Okay. How long do you think you should date before you ask them to marry you? Because <coughs> we live in Utah, and everyone's like, oh, three weeks, pop a ring on it, which is terrible, but, like, the divorce rates here are so high because of that, yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, I mean, so I dated my first husband maybe three, four months. Clearly not long enough. Um. But dad and I dated for almost a year and a half. And so I think you have to go through some holidays, some seasons, a road trip, things like that to know, hey, is this going to work? Because, I mean, somebody that you went on a road trip with, that was like, nope, this isn't going to work, you know? Yeah. So I think you have to do, especially holidays, because every family's different, and so... You have to be able to, so I think, I would say year. Four seasons in a road trip? Yep. Four seasons in a road trip would be good. Okay. Because that's my thing. My thing is like, I want to date for at least a year before. Mm -hmm. Because I even dated a girl for almost a year and I was like, that almost happened. And thank goodness it, it didn't, but. Yeah. Wasn't meant to be. No. So, I don't know. I just feel like it's weird because I feel like once people find the one, everyone's like, oh, they're the one, they're the one, but then don't have the time behind it. Because, like, we have a friend, um, we have a, we have a mutual friend who used to come play pickleball with us, and this, this friend got married after they knew each other just for a couple months. It wasn't very long, not even six months. And then our other friend was, like, engaged already, like... You haven't even smelt each other's farts yet. And that's, that's how we described it. And I feel like that's so true here. Like, I like that. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's, I don't know. Because I feel like once I find the one, and I think they're the one, I'm going to be like, I want to just get life going. And then, then if it doesn't work out. Like, but that's another, like, trust your gut. Because not with your heart. Like your gut and your head. Because if you let your heart decide, you know, um, I just think you have to trust your instinct whether or not this is going to be good or not. And if you've done like a holiday or gone on a trip, so do you met think, the families and it's all good. So do you think a holiday at each family's? Oh, yeah. I think because you have to know even if so our family, it's a little chaotic sometimes at the holidays. That's all I'm going to say. 
And <laughs> so bringing somebody into that, they have to be willing to like, okay, it's going to be a little crazy. Welcome to the shit show type <laughs> <Yeah>. deal. <laughs> so you just have to know that that's what you're getting into and vice versa. If you like, I don't know, like if you brought, went to somebody's family gathering and it was like just different what you were expecting and you felt totally uncomfortable, like, can you live with that? Probably not. And I don't know. Because I feel like everyone talks crap on their in-laws. No one likes your in-laws. Like, ongoing joke. Like, how important do you think that is? I think it makes life a lot hard or easier if you can get along with them. I think if you don't, um, life's hard. Because you just it's going to be constant contention. Nice. I just think that... I mean, and not you're not going to love all. I mean, like, my in-laws, like, tried really hard to get Nick not to marry me. And so, which makes things a little tricky. But I was, yeah. I was willing to, like, I knew what I was getting into. That's fair. So, say, say the person doesn't get along with their parents so like you so if you didn't get along with your parents so say, or say who i didn't dating? get al- say say who i'm dating doesn't okay. get along with their parents mm-hmm. do you think that's like a red flag i think it depends on the circumstances because look at my situation like it's not contentious but we don't have the closest relationship and so i think it depends on why it's that way is what, so I think you've got to ask lots of questions if that's the case. Because family's important. Yeah. I mean, you know, to me, that's like number one. My family's number one. Yeah. So I know, like, because all my friends that are married love their in-laws. They think they're great. But, like, I know, like, I've met people who are like, my in-laws are terrible, horrible. So how do you work around that? Or do you think you just, if it's not there, you just don't go for it? Well, I think you and your significant other have to be on the same page about that. And so we're not going to let them interfere with our relationship. If, if, If you think they're the one, then I think you have to just say, hey, we have to be on the same page with this. Okay. Because if you're not, then it's always going to be a problem. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so I had one more thing I wanted to bring up. Um, so I know like money's not a big thing, but what do you think about like work and work ethic? Because I know I have uh, an old friend I reconnected with recently who got married, and like one of them's. Now are you are you talking? I've just got to get clarification here. Are you talking about like work ethic in men? Women or both, both? Both. Okay. So, like, he has, like, an okay work ethic, which, whatever, and her work ethic is, like, garbage. How do you feel, like... Because I, I feel like my work ethic's pretty good. I go and I, I bust my ass all day at work, and then I'm trying to get my photography business up and going. But I feel like if I find someone who's not motivated to work, that's a red flag. But what if they are motivated and then just like lose all of it and they're like, yeah, I just, no, I don't want to do anything. 
So that's, I mean, just another thing you have to be on the same page about. Because, like, once you start having kids, like, are is one of you going to want to stay home? Or is one of you, like, you just have to be on the same page about that. Because if work ethic is important to you, then, yeah, you're going to want to find somebody that is. And honestly, in this day and age, you got to have two working incomes most of the time. So if not, then you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle financially. You'll struggle in your marriage. You'll, it'll just so, affect so many things. So I know you and dad worked completely different schedules for a long mm-hmm. time. He did super late nights. You worked during the day. How do you work through that? So it was tricky, but we did it because we didn't want to put you guys in daycare. And that's why we did it. Um, we knew we both had to work and that was our workaround is that we worked opposite shifts. So the weekends were like crucial time together because we didn't really, it was like shifts passing in the night the rest of the time. And so, but that's also just a season of your life. It's not forever. Okay. Cause once you guys, I mean, like if you could have seen like dad and I, when Ellie went to first grade and she was in school all day, it was like happy dance. Cause it was like, <laughs> we didn't have to worry about somebody watching her. Like it was just like that little bit of freedom that we didn't have to stress about anymore. So yeah. I feel like that would be super hard. Just not seeing. It is. It's hard, but you have to look at why you're doing it. I mean, if you don't have kids and you're doing it, that's a whole different story. Like, yeah. why are you doing it? Like, do you not like each other? I don't know. That's, that's fair. Well, that's fair, but I'm also the type of person that I need my space. Like, Right. So, I don't know. I feel like it would work out to a point. Right. Well, and that's why, like, during the week, because you see when we come home, we're home together for what? two, three hours, and we're usually doing dinner, cleaning up, whatever. So the time is not really quality time anyway. It's the weekends. Even now that you guys are grown and there is no, like, babysitting and all that stuff, when you work, that's just how it is. No, now you make me babysit him. <laughs> yeah. So how, so Britton said, like, you need alone time. That's obviously need in every relationship. How do you, I don't know, because I need. How do you ask for that without coming across as a dick yeah how do you explain to a person that you don't want to be with them but it's not because of them it's because you just need your personal space so i think the key is finding somebody that's not codependent that is such a toxic trait codependency if you could define what that is so somebody that is not okay being alone ever like somebody that needs to be with somebody all the time. And usually it's one person. Like they're so dependent on that one person. They don't know how to survive without them. So toxic and unhealthy. So, I mean, dad and I like quite a bit actually. Well, not a lot, but we have like he'll go golfing and I don't do that. So I don't go and I'm fine with that. Or I'll go out with the girls, have dinner or something and He's fine with that because we know that just you have to have that time to do what you want to do because you don't love everything the same. Yeah. And I wouldn't want him to never go golfing just because I don't like to do it. Yeah. So I just think codependency is just somebody like Shan's dated somebody with codependency and it was just so not healthy. It's just not. One more question before we get into another topic because we are kind of running out of time. Uh, so, I have friends 
but I'm married. And these friends used to have friends, used to hang out with friends. But now, you know, they don't hang out with individual friends because they're married and, you know, that's their best friend and that's all I need. But I can see that that's not working out. I was going to ask you, <laughs> where are you at? Do you have friends like that you hang out with, that you do stuff with? And how yeah. does that come into play with yours and Nick's relationship? So I do. Um, and Nick, unfortunately, because my first marriage was super toxic, super abusive. So Nick got a harder version of me. And so... That's fair. Yeah. I was um, very independent. And Shan can tell you that when Nick moved in... She cried. I cried. And I was really? like... <laughs> yeah. She... We're like, you know, getting ready to move because they're moving in together and packing up stuff. And she goes, we have to live with the boy again. <laughs> because bawling. I had gotten so comfortable... Like, being on my own, yeah. that, like, oh, we're going to cohabitate again? Really? Like, it was hard <laughs> for me. And I was, like, when he was bringing stuff up, I'm like, how many more boxes do you have? Like, come on. And so, <laughs> so I think it takes, especially when you're just first together, but communication, like you said, is key with that. You, and if you're with somebody that's not codependent and somebody that, they'll understand that. They'll yeah. understand, hey, yeah, you got to have something besides just us. Because you can't. Like, I mean, I I love my family. But if I have a hard day and I'm on my way home and I'm just not quite ready to be there, I'll, like, sit in the parking lot of the church just, like, with some music on just to, like, get in the right frame of mind. Yep. Because, like, I, my drive home is not very far, so it's not always enough to decompress. And not that I don't want to be here. But I don't want to be here and be like somebody they don't want to be around. Like 6 a.m., Marcy. Because um, 6 a.m. <laughs> Not happy. I, I just tell everybody, <laughs> anything I say before for 9 a.m., I don't mean. Because I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think that you have to communicate those things and say, hey, you know, I still want to be able to go do this. I mean, you don't want it to be where it's like every night or even three, four nights a week. But like once a week. I think it's totally fine. Um, when you've got kids, that might be a little bit harder. Right. But I still think it's important, even if it's only once a month, to be able to go and still have those relationships. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You had something else you wanted to bring up? Yeah. Okay. So uh, earlier, we go to Ulta Beauty, right? Oh. And there was something that... Uh, you wanted to share with the rest of us. So go ahead. What did you do? Okay, we're checking out. <laughs> Shannon sees my debit card and he goes, is that a new debit card? I'm like, yeah. Don't you remember? And he's like, oh. So. Yeah, Britain, oh has, Britain hasn't heard this. So we no. wanted to share with Britain. So probably two weeks ago, I'm up at 630 because I get up at six and start making a call list for my boss. And. I'm I'm not good at 6 a.m. I'm just not. I'm just not. So I have it set up that I get an alert for any charge over $100. So I'm get, logging into my email, and there's like a bunch of them. I'm like, what the crap? 
So I'm like, somebody went on a freaking shopping spree at Amazon. So I immediately call my debit card, come, the bank, and I'm like, hey, I need to like cancel this card. And Sure. So after I do all that, I go look on there so I can just know what I got to call. Because you have to call a different department to dispute the charges. Sure. I get looking and I'm like, oh, crap. I went on the shopping spree. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> No but in my defense, some of these things I had purchased like a week before and all of them hit at the same time. And I had texted Nick and he's way better at 6 a.m. than I am. I'm like, somebody went on a shopping spree with my debit card. And he texts me like right as I realized what's happened. He goes, honey, are you sure you didn't make those charges? And I'm like, I already figured it out. So, yeah, super late, embarrassing. Late night Amazon's never a good idea. No, I well, and I just was getting stuff. a bunch of stuff for our trip, yeah. but it was just weird how they all came through at the same time, and I was like, I literally just freaked out. Wait and then... a second. So you mean to tell me that you did all, you did all this, <laughs> and you were sober? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because yep. as far as I'm aware, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do drugs. No. Like... Yep. That's what's even more embarrassing. Okay. All right. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. It was not one of my finer moments for sure. Yeah. I think it's pretty fantastic. (laughs) So, yeah, it was, I thought it was funny. Yeah. The um, walk of shame into the bank to get my new debit card. And they're like, oh, your card got stolen. I'm like, kind (laughs) of. Like, I didn't fess up. I was just like, kind (laughs) of. Just give me a new card. (laughs) Don't ask. Give me a new card. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, this episode comes out March 19th. So, in a little bit. We had to pre-record. We are going to Hawaii for like two weeks. Um, But, once again, not we. Yeah. Jackass. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to Hawaii with Mama Teddy and the fam. Um, So, we're pre-recording these. But, send us emails. We're going to have a couple weeks that we can receive emails. Uh... As you're listening to this, my birthday's tomorrow, so send me a happy birthday and Venmo me because I'm broke. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. Hey, but um, you're free to Venmo me. Yeah. I won't tell Shannon about it. <laughs> so, Mom, anything you want to plug in? Social medias, work stuff, anything? Um, well, just go follow these guys. It's The podcast has been a lot of fun to listen to. I didn't know Thank what you. to expect because Shannon's like, oh, the first one sucks. And when I listened to it, I was like, it wasn't that bad. You could tell it was like your first time, so you were a little awkward. But yeah, but I haven't ever thought it was like bad. So yeah, go listen to it. It's a good laugh. So I appreciate sweet. it. Yeah, we appreciate the hell out of you supporting us from day one. Like means a lot. Even though you know we know we're probably never gonna be as famous <laughs> as some of the people that we you know follow and stuff. For example, Trevor Wallace and yeah, Michael, Michael Blaustein. Blaustein. We're never going to be that great. But it means a lot to know that you yeah. are there. And like, especially considering the fact that you are close to us and you've been with us every step of the way. Yeah. Like, it means a lot. So thank well, you. Well, and I, I, I mean, I want your dreams to come true and whatever I can do to support that. So. I uh, want to be sponsored by Arnold Palmer. That's my dream. <laughs> Arnold Palmer hit us up. Or Bay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or Bay. Well, whoever yeah. wants to we'll sponsor us. We'll try a different us. flavor next time. Anyone who wants to sponsor us, let us know. Except that shot company. That was no bueno. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're not even going to get into that. But, hey, shoot us an email. And if you have any more, like, if you guys have question 
for Mama Teddy, shoot us an email, and we will definitely get you a response. Yes. Um, so email fishingforthoughts at gmail.com. Or message us on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram, PFT underscore podcast, because Instagram doesn't want to say thoughts. <laughs> and, uh, or TikTok. You yeah. can message what's on our, TikTok, what's which our TikTok? is just fishing for thoughts. Yeah. There's some fun videos on TikTok, too. Yeah, go, yeah. Listen, go listen to our uh, daddy video. That was awesome. So uh, I, I think that's everything. Yep. So uh, until then, thank you, Mama, for coming on the podcast. Of course. And thank letting you me so know much. I need to just not be shy and get Man a girlfriend. Up, boy. Don't Man be a yeah. Okay, okay. One, one last thing before I say goodbye. You <laughs> always tell me you want grandkids. Always. Yeah. You're like, Shane, I need grandkids. When... In, in all reality, how long till you want grandkids? What's my time frame looking like here? Honestly, I don't have a time frame as long as I know it's eventually going to happen. Because I like... Because right now we're not at that, that point. Which is totally fine because I feel like... We're not at the you're going to get them I don't yet. need... I don't want to be like some people who have grandkids that like... I mean, there's so many people that I went to school with that are multiple grandkids. And I'm like, hmm... Well, you have sisters that are. I know. I do. All of my sisters, yeah, except for all. except for my youngest sister. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no no rush. I want you to find the right person. As you, know? you say that, we went into the store today, and she pulled out <laughs> these baby vans shoes, okay. <laughs> and she'd like, Shannon, I need grandbabies so need I can buy them <laughs> these shoes. I just need you to assure me that one day it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, uh, we'll see. <laughs> so hey, mama didn't raise no pussy oh okay okay <laughs> that, that brings up all another no. so, for christmas so we were sitting there my mom wants me to ask this girl on a date really cute girl awesome and i don't want to ask her because i'm like scared and so my my mom goes and my sister calls me a pussy and my mom looks at me and goes yeah mama didn't raise no pussy <laughs> So she made me a t-shirt for Christmas that says, Mama didn't raise no pussy. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's in my closet right now. Why aren't you wearing that? I, right? I've, I've, I think it needs a daily reminder. I've Seriously. worn it one time. One Under time. another shirt. Under a hoodie. I, <laughs> oh, I'm not day. wearing that out in public. If you make I, me I, a t-shirt, I'm going to wear it every day. I'm just See? Saying, especially one make that cool. Make him one that says free mustache rides. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, Hashtag is. hit us up. <laughs> okay, that is it for the episode. So uh, Love you guys. Love you. Deuces. Bye.